Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. In this episode, we are joined by Aman Ahmad, co-founder of the edtech company Pathfinder. He also happens to be a very dear friend of both Bishra and I, and is in fact the reason why Bishra and I met in the first place. As we catch up over the mic, Aman speaks to his motivation behind becoming a founder, his current endeavours with Pathfinder, and how three friends who saw each other every day at university are now living three very different lives where we hardly see each other at all. We were so excited to have him on the podcast and we hope that that energy comes through in this episode. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon and happy Saturday, my my best friends actually right here. Oh, mate, what a good start to the episode. Yeah. But you do have a new voice. We do have a new voice. Would you like to speak? New voice. Yeah, hey everyone. I'm Amon. <laughs> that was the deadest intro. Hey. What else do you want me to say? No, nah, it's okay. A, we have a beautiful man sitting this with, with us right here. Very um, really true. For a bit of background, I did call him my best friend because um, he actually is. But, you know, further to my best friend, he's. Damn, I'm starting this quite deep. You know, he's an. He's. So he's, he's all, he, no, he's. He's an, he's an inspiration. If you he's... saw the way this guy was acting, mate. Two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. I mean, you guys could gauge from uh, from the episodes, but um, I'm just an out-of-pocket individual. Uh, but I'm proud of that. Anyway, no, what I was saying was, you know, as much as Aman's my best friend, you know, it's um, he's an inspiration, someone I've absolutely wanted to have on the podcast since we started the podcast, actually. So this is well overdue um, because, you know, this, you know, this guy sitting in front of us right now has just got such amazing things to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, this guy's got amazing things to talk about. No, I'm laughing at him because, you know, hardly take him seriously. But at the same time, he's absolutely a force uh, not to be reckoned with, just in life in general. Down to earth guy. So, yeah. yeah. Do you want to return some compliments, Amon? Please. Bish is the best guy at just ruining a moment. You were going so deep. So yeah. well. Man. Just like, you were like, you were so present. It yeah. was like such a wholesome moment. And then you go, you did exactly. I'm a. And why? I kind of. No need. I kind of struggle, man. You know, since where I was my best friend. Yeah. Oh, love that one. <laughs> uh, unfortunately for the audience, um, I'm the reason these two met, and I am so so sorry. No, but honest, honestly though, like I should should we start there? Because like, I feel like the people that don't know, me and Bishop are friends literally because of Amon. Yeah. Like, absolutely. When we say in previous episodes, when we said that, oh, we met through a mutual friend, you are now hearing he, the mutual friend. That is the mutual friend. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and now we're here. But it's it's a beautiful world in that way. I mean, like you know, you, you know, you have like you know people from different corners, and through that you could meet someone, um, you could meet someone, and then you could do absolutely amazing things with them. And you know, I just no, actually, deeper. It's a little bit like a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Um, mm. No, it started this, you know, this thing that you know Rahul and I love. Um, but it How also did we meet through Amon. Like exactly. Well, I think no. That's a good cursor to the conversation because yeah. Amon's also confused. What no, no, no. We met through your company now. No, which is Pathfinder. I think we no. met before that. Did we actually? Yeah. I'm a bad friend then. Yeah. I remember talking to both of you about each other. Oh, actually, a lot. Because obviously, yeah. like, we we were all close, but we were yeah. like, I feel like I have a lot of just like fragmented friendship groups. I'm just, <laughs> no, like, it's I true. Someone's like on my own tribe. I'm no, I hear a lot you. of fragmented. Groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear so you. like. You guys were in different circles, but I always spoke about you to each other. Yeah. And so it just kind of happened. No, I, I can't actually remember the first and time. And then we met, met, and then we were like friends, and then we like, then we were on the same team, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know though. Like, but it was, it was definitely in 2022. That was the year. Really? It was yeah. 2022. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 22. It was 2022. It was after definitely. COVID. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was after COVID. Um, no, it's just a beautiful way the world works. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, thanks. Do I say thanks for bringing us together? I don't know. I mean, no, I'm, but... I'm apologizing to everyone listening. Yeah, right no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a bit of a mishap with the timings today. Coming. Why Why did we? Whose yeah. fault was that? I, if, if, you, if you guys have seen our stories, right? Bisha came at, what, 12.50? <laughs> oh, that was on the story. Yeah, I put it on the story because I, I was on the Elizabeth line, like, trying to get to Canary Wharf. Yeah. Um, where the studio is. And... 
Yeah, I mean, just you know, if if you know me, I'm I'm Arab timings. No, I just context, cannot, guys. I told him twelve fifteen, twelve fifteen, and I arrived at twelve fifteen. You know, the plan was to arrive at twelve thirty, but I was like, Bishop's gonna be late, so I'm gonna tell him twelve fifteen. You what if you said twelve? I told him twelve thirty. Yeah. yeah. And so what if you actually said twelve thirty? You would have been late. I would have been late. No, that's so true. We would be recording in half an hour. Oh man, you know that that's another combo. But I have been trying, guys. I really yeah, you're very like you're high variance. You're either the earliest no, or the latest. He's always late with me. No, I'm always late with Rahil. To be honest, like no, when it, when it comes without to, fail, <laughs> when it comes to, to a podcast, fair, Rahil is just mega organized. Like you're no, no, no. That this is true. Put together people I know. No, this is true. You know, for my birth, like you know, for my birthday gathering, Rahil came, like before 20 minutes or 15 minutes even came before me man and i was like okay you know what it's my birthday i should probably be one of the first people to show up rahul was like hey i'm here i'm like bro bro he's warmed the seats to be honest i was like come on man um yeah i guess i mean we we spoke about this before i guess you know different personalities with rahul and i different personalities with you know even you and i Aman. but like you know i'm i'm the chaotic type you know rahul's the super organized type i mean, just random question where do you think you fall into that I don't know. I feel like high variance. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think your view of me and Rahul's view of me are very different because yeah. both of you bring out different person, different personality traits. Also, that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, and yeah. also probably why I have such fragmented very group. Like I'm I, like different, different parts of my people and yeah. different like groups. Yeah, of people, yeah. yeah. It's just weird different being person in the same room. People. Yeah, yeah. But not in like a like not in a strange way. But is that not sometimes a bit tiring? Like. You know, because you have to, it's not, you're not showing a different face. You know, you're mm. still Aman Awad, you know, presenting yourself. Thanks to the full government name. Yeah, full <laughs> government. It's not the full government name. No, it's like Ahmad Kareem. Ahmad Kareem, Kareem Ahmad, yeah. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we got it. Nice one, actually, yeah. Um, a good friend. You're a good friend. But, you know, showing a different face to people. I mean, having fragmented friend groups, I think I have the same two. Mm. But they, for the most part, see my crackhead self and actually like it, weirdly. Yeah, no matter what room you're in, you're still yourself. Yeah. Which is amazing and slightly terrifying, depending what room I put you in. Um, and to be honest, that leaks into my workplace sometimes as well, <laughs> which was like, okay, you know, I literally have to consciously press the brake uh, yeah. on my personality or like, you know, on my uh, level of energy sometimes. Yeah. Um, but no, to answer your question, I feel like, I don't think it's that tiring. I think it's just really fulfilling. Is it situation-based, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tiring in the sense that like, Keeping up yeah. with everyone is quite difficult, mm. but it's nice having a home in different ways with different people. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I relate to that. Like, I, I'm definitely different people around different groups of people. Sorry. A different different person. Different people around different, different people. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple people. Different people around different people. Uh, cool. But yeah, I'm just so uh, announcing schizophrenia today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a different person with different groups of people. Um, but in a way, that's nice though. Like you get to show different sides of yourself with certain people, and not with others. And that's one I think is normal. I think like that's always how it's been for me. But um, it's also quite nice in a way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love um, you know, before like recording this episode, you know, we we did have things we wanted to talk to you about, but you know, I'm just you know the energy in the room is just you know as I said, this is like it literally feels like a brotherhood in the room at the moment. Mm. Um. And I love that, you know, although we're going to talk about, you know, the things that do inspire me about you, the things that like, you know, do make me very proud to be one of your best friends. At the very same time, you know, I love that we're taking this on a lighthearted approach. Mm. Maybe a bit refreshing, you know, when we talk about, you know, your journey, like who you are, sort of what you're up to at the moment, um, because that always seems to come under like something, you know, very gargantuan, something very stressful, something very like, you know, everyone kind of thinks about it and they're like, oh my God, don't no, do that, you know. Mm. Um, you know, I'll precursor it. You are an entrepreneur. Um, I hate that word. Oh, interesting. Why you, no, why do you hate okay, talking about it? Start there. Because yeah. like, you know, we wanted to talk about your, your journey so far, where like where you've come, where you yeah. are now, potential future. Um, but yeah, I mean, entrepreneur is like the first word that comes into mind, but I never thought you'd have anything against the word. So tell me. No, tell I, I don't know. I feel like the word is use in too many contexts mm. that reduce its meaning i don't know what would you would you define yourself as an entrepreneur then so what would I, you define yourself as i i guess I, i'd say founder but like okay okay i don't know because then i feel like you can be a founder without being an entrepreneur and i resonate more with founders than entrepreneurs 
what's the difference? Like, I found leave someone who's founded something. Are you guys are founders for starting this podcast? Yeah. Right? But I know entrepreneur, especially in like the way that it's glorified on social media, just reduces its value in my eyes. I don't know. What do you think of that? I mean, just in general, because, you know, this is like a good, a good thing to talk about too, because it is glorified. Mm. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's not, it's not a bad thing. I think, you know, it can encourage people, but you know, it's not what it really is. Yeah. I feel like it's more glitz and glamour, but founder is more ambition, ambition and risk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or by definition risk. Yeah. And so like. You could have founded a charity. You could have founded a podcast. You could have founded an institution. I feel like those people seem to resonate with me more than rather than just like the entrepreneur on Instagram with the Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, love Ferraris, but yeah, um, yeah. I see. We, uh, I if I understand you correctly, what you're saying is that when someone hears the word entrepreneur, they have like an associated image as to what that is because you see that word and yeah posts about it on social media so yeah. much you associate it with the guy that has a trading course yeah yeah um that donnie yeah that donnie Bishar Albadas. Bishar Albadas. yeah <laughs> that's my nickname on the streets by the way no his yep. nickname on the streets is Bashbushi. Bashbushi. hey allow it man <laughs> this is new information it's actually lucy sometimes as well lucy yeah mom called me lucy it's kind of weird would you believe you that she just wanted to go oh. Would you believe that this guy's a founder? What's going on here? I'm who <laughs> Bisher or me? But we're both of you. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you, you both share like qualities in that sense. Mm, founding, um, founding qualities. Yeah, but in different, in like in a very, in an appreciative angle, in very different ways um, mm. too. And that's the beauty of like you know when you look at different types of founders. Mm. Um, what are you the founder of? What's your like? You know, I want to get, you know, I want people to know because you have a beautiful mission. Mm. Um, a very big mission and I mean what is that like that's your driving force isn't it yeah yeah. I feel like what we're trying to do at Pathfinder is probably the like most high leverage thing that technology can do which is offering extremely high quality accessible education to billions of people around the world Um, the way we've gone about doing that has changed since like you guys were helping me in the early days to now and how we're actually like yep. going about it. Um, and so it's been like a journey in its own. Yeah. But that North Star has still been the same. Yeah. How do we make, how can we help people feel more capable? Um, and education is probably the biggest component to that. Yeah. Where did that come from? I mean, like, I think both of us know, but just for like the people who are listening sort of to get some context as to why you're on this mission now. There's the, the like, Personal reason, and then the reason that is like more VC talk. It's, um, what, you, it's what you tell the what you tell the, VC, the angels in the VC. I don't know. Like I feel like just give both. Um, yeah. Personal reason is because there has been three major points of inflection in my life. Yeah. And all three of them have related to a really subpar education I was getting in the current time. Yeah. And some like moment where. I was in a rut or was like uh, needed something and education was a thing that was a source of power. So for example, over COVID, um, it was very difficult, like financial time um, uh. at home and just like personally as yeah. it was for so many people. Yeah, And education was a thing to pull me out of it because I was just looking for jobs that I could do online, um, highest paying jobs with soft engineering jobs. Congrats, <laughs> Royal. Yeah. <laughs> But I had yeah. zero clue how to code, so I kind of just bluffed my way into yeah. a gig and learned through YouTube and Coursera and things like that. So yeah. it, that just shows how much of a source of power education can be. Can be, um, indeed. I don't know, I feel like the world would be a much more interesting place if people just felt a lot more capable and, I like that word, wanted to take action on what they were doing. I feel like so many more interesting things would be around. Yeah, and so the biggest proponent that can help that is education. Education. No, it's um, I really like that word that you used, which is cap- feeling capable. Mm. You know, it's not, you know, you you often don't know what you don't know as well, mm. um, which is another layer to the problem. And I really like that you mentioned, you know, you you kind of like gave a bit of a brush about your background as well, 
um, and how a lot of challenges in your life. I mean, I'm a little bit like you as well. You know, I never really had a fantastic education, mm -hmm. um, probably until university, actually. Um, but, you know, it's a sense of empowerment. It's a sense of, you know, feeling capable. Yeah. Do you think, every, I mean, I personally believe everybody should feel capable because everyone is capable. Um, but the unfortunate thing is a lot of people don't feel capable and a lot of that is, you know, kind of beyond their grasp. Mm. And that's kind of where your mission comes into play, does it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. At like a very high level. Yeah. Like at the granular level, it's just like, how can we spark kids' curiosities and then help them like find the, the limitless resources they need to yeah. actually pursue it? Mm. Um, and like education doesn't have to feel like school like just like listening to a podcast on the tube is in some ways like learning or education Absolutely, but it doesn't yeah. feel like it because it's something that you actually want to do yeah um, and we can talk about this topic for ages and ages but yeah. Yeah. yeah no but you make a good point there yeah but one thing that kind of sparks like thought when you're speaking is something I've always admired about you which is like balancing sort of a philosophical mindset behind the motivation that you have for education mm -hmm. like in the way that you're speaking now uh but then also relating that to business founding the company that you have the action that it takes to sort of like you know make something out of the philosophical force that you have does that does that make sense like kind of you know yeah balancing the two and that's something that i've always admired about you because i think a lot of people have one or the other but very few people have both so i don't know i feel like the best philosophers are doers because then you just like yeah. you grow so much like intuition or perspective on stuff after doing it yeah like it's always the experiences that make you think about things in a different way yeah mm. um and so i'd say they would quite closely coupled i just don't think doers think of themselves as philosophers yeah um i guess you can get very like focused what's the word like just very like zoned in yeah. on doing one action just constantly doing that that you don't actually think about the higher picture like yeah, yeah i do get mm. but i feel like even the process of doing that you gain some perspective when you actually step back that you didn't have before yeah and so that's why i feel like philosophers are the best philosophers are doers it's, it sounds like a recipe to me as well i mean and I kind of had a thought now, could you be, you know, could you like fulfill the mission? Could you reach that North Star or get as close to that North Star as possible if you didn't have that underlying philosophy? You know, in a scenario where, you know, you didn't, you know, have your belief system, mm -hmm. which, you know, to me seems like the driving force behind, you know, the building that you're doing for your company. Yeah. If that, you know, if that part of the equation wasn't there, would would there be the Pathfinder that there would be in a couple of years, for example? I don't even know if I would have done Pathfinder if that wasn't... Right? No. Yeah. 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 Like, Bisher and I did the same degree. We come from, like, similar backgrounds, like, education-wise. Yeah. On paper, it'd make a lot more sense for me to be, like, working on brain-computer brain interfaces or healthcare, like... AI and healthcare. Or real estate investment analysis, uh, which is exactly what you do with a buyer. That's just sharing this plug. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Shout out. Shout out real estate, man. Anyway, go on. I think it's <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, if, if it wasn't for that kind of just like emotional pull yeah. to the mission, I wouldn't have probably done it. There's so many other things like. Yeah. But, but, but why does, why does you know, that motivation, that belief system, why does, why did that lead you into founding a company specifically? Like what, why was that the path that you decided to take? Because yeah, there is the charity path. There's, yeah. you know, just, I'm also realizing this is very interviewy. Yeah, yeah, it's, but no, it, it, it's it like the intention. Yeah, because we're both sitting, we're both sitting in front of you and we're both like asking you questions. Uh, but no, these are genuine questions, which, you know, I think the answers are answers that everyone should hear uh, yeah just before i answered the next day i was like by the way guys i'm 23 so don't take <laughs> yeah yeah with much yeah which is the whole which is a, a message that we try to make very clear on this podcast. we pretty yeah. much say nearly every episode yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys we are figuring it out we have no idea what's going on yeah yeah please don't use us for advice yeah like <laughs> um what, what was uh, what was the question <laughs> the question is like you have this belief system you yeah. have these things that are important to you why does that lead you into mm. founding a company there are loads of different ways of going about it. Like initially when the three of us were 
working on it together it was going to be like an ngo or a charity it just like was a thing as a side project that i wanted to exist rather than a thing i thought i just wanted it to exist yeah yeah i get you committing like what 60 80 hours in my week to um but i feel like especially as a young person like a 23 year old a company is the greatest way to bring about change and be taken seriously because you have like permissionless leverage yeah um over permissionless leverage nice yeah I think like that's so difficult to do in policy, in like charities, in so many other things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. What's um, what's Pathfinder? I also want to like kind of get an image on what Pathfinder has been for the past six months and what Pathfinder might be for the coming six months. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's you know it's so interesting, you know, because people that listen to this podcast are also pretty interested in like you know how, you know how like. Um, startup companies grow. Um, everyone has entrepreneurial, going to use the word again, aspirations. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I really like, you know, because I sort of have a glimpse of like how it's been recently and kind of what's coming forward and it's absolutely dynamic. So do you have kind of a picture to paint on that as well? Because um, And on that, before before you answer, like I, I have the image of what it was back in the early days. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. I guess, so, I guess yeah, let's give that context. Yeah. Cha- yeah. The, the general context behind Pathfinder so that, you know, listeners know what it's all about and how it's changed. Because, you know, what you see today was not what it was like a year ago. And years. what you see today might not be what it will be either. Exactly. Potentially. I, yeah. hope, I hope it is. <laughs> bro, bro is sick of pivoting. <laughs> yeah. Bish has been around for the shit show for the last yeah, couple of weeks. Every time we catch up, it's like, hmm, that's slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this thing has been, the, the, the current form of Pathfinder has been sticking really well and it just feels like a really opportune moment that fell into my lap. Um, the concept around Pathfinder was around the story during COVID. The reason why I was able to learn how to become a software engineer and learn how to code was because I had friends like Rahul who studied computer science that could help point me in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and that navigation system that I had in friends like Rahul um, isn't something that everyone has. So Pathfinder was just like, wow, there is so much content available online. Yeah. The hardest thing about using it is you don't know what you don't know. So how can we exactly. build that navigation system for other people to make use out of? Um, Initially, we just went for who we knew. So we were like helping uni students and we were just essentially curating learning paths by talking to people in industry that worked in those different roles and yeah. different careers. Um, and it, I think a lot of that journey, although messy, just again, like built intuition and perspective about what I'm currently building that if I started with this a year ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to execute on. Um, and so... That was the initial version of Pathfinder. We even ran a very like low cost bootcamp through it. Um, yep. It was very low cost because bootcamps, the way they run, their biggest cost structure is an instructor, because yeah. that is someone who is really knowledgeable, probably can earn multiple six figures, um, and is also a good teacher, which is a rare skill set. Yeah. And so they have a lot of other opportunities. Yeah. They need to be paid well. Yeah. Um, but because we didn't have to have an instructor, because we were just using curated content, we were yep. able to run the bootcamp extremely cheaply mm-hmm. uh, we didn't actually charge any of the people who were part of it um and then after that we started working more with uh companies because we were way we were thinking of commercializing was uh through the recruitment of the people we trained yeah uh wow this like looking back it just seems so much and it's not simple. even that far back yeah and it's not even that far back which is the beauty of it it's why i asked the question yeah um and then i was traveling in the states um speaking uh, just like meeting with uh people that i could learn from and talking about the cohort that i ran here in the uk and i learned about micro schools which is this huge thing that's been exploding in the us which is essentially when an independent teacher normally a bunch of them moving away from public schools um and their rigid curricular and lack of autonomy and setting up their own individual their own independent um private school and it tends to have um 12 to 16 kids, so small intimate classrooms, mixed ages and abilities. And the way that they ran those classrooms is very similar to the way that we ran our bootcamp. Yeah. Um, is it like, you know, topic specific, for example? No, no, no. So Subject it's like specific. general to different subjects. Like every kid needs to do like maths, like writing and reading. Yeah. And then like some state Would they be similar age groups, you said? So so they're, they're mixed age groups. Um, so they'd be okay. in like yeah. similar buckets. Like you're not going to put like someone in grade three with someone in grade 12. Yeah, fine. Um, 
but it'd be like between three to six there'd be like a, a mixed classroom of that yeah um and the way that i saw those classrooms was very not only resonated very well with how we ran the boot camp but just it just seemed to be in my eyes at least what the future of classrooms is going to look like yeah um you can probably get a much higher quality of instruction from instruction, some yeah. video online than the average teacher in front of you. Yeah. And actually the average teacher in front of you wants to spend more of the time adding that human touch and support that kids really need. Yeah. And so that's what micro schools are focused on. Yeah. And in the last year, there has been huge political changes in the US where now parents can pay for these, what essentially are private schools with public funding. So yeah. the government will give parents money that they can put into these schools. So now it's hugely accessible yeah. to a third of parents in the US. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and they've been growing like crazy um, until we've actually been building a tool to support the teachers yeah. with the way that they run those classrooms. Yeah. Because we ran one of those classrooms ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we have that added intuition about what that looks like. Yeah. Um, and the product, like for now, because that's like super high level, is an AI tool for kids to go about their self-directed or project-based learning. Yeah. And so we help them get unstuck through like asking Socratic questions. They kind of have this like guide alongside them at any mm -hmm. point, which learns through them how they learn best. Yeah. And then it helps them find the best resources to learn from on the internet. So again, that curation piece that was part of early Pathfinder and then how to apply that into the work that they're doing. Yeah. No, that's, that's super cool. And it's really cool to see how you kind of capitalized on that, um, as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I haven't heard of micro schools before you told me about micro schools. Same, yeah. And then reading into like what micro schools were, it's like, ooh, huge. Um, and also, you know, that AI leverage that you're using as well. Um, no, you're doing that well. I think uh, that's that's really, really cool. What's, I mean, I'm, I'm also more interested, like, you know, because like there's, a, there's the image of Pathfinder, but I'm interested in, you know, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, like, I want to, I want to know, like, you know, what is a day in the life of a founder trying to, you know, try to like break through the cracks, um, of the education system. What keeps you up at night? What's, you know, what's like, it, it you know, it does seem overwhelming sometimes, um, yeah. when, you know, even when we talk and yeah. what but, is, what is the side that most people don't see on social media? It's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the question we're asking. Yeah. It's just like a very messy journey. Like even though the way I told it now, I tried to make it concise, but it didn't. Can it be? No, can it be? Explanation to be. Fair. Can it not be messy though? I mean, like that's. It. I can't imagine a world where you know a journey like that is gonna be so linear. You know right. I mean? mm. Um. Yeah, it's just like super messy, super isolating sometimes. Like I remember, like facetiming my girlfriend in New York after a like a VC drinks. And just having a panic attack because I had no clue what I wanted to do. And I knew that the current thing I was doing was just not what I actually wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I knew there was something, but I didn't know what it was. And so it just felt very lost. Yeah. Mm. Also, I was in a new country completely alone, not knowing anyone. In New York as well, it's pretty overwhelming there. But yeah. it was just like, I, I just like left there and I was talking about the thing that I was doing previously. And it just felt that it had so much friction against why I even started this in the first place. Yeah. So you have those moments. And then like yeah. when I came back to the UK, me and Sid, my co-founder, just had a very frank chat. Like, is this what we want to commit 5, 10, 20, 30 years of our lives to be doing? Or is there something else that we should actually do, even though if it might be riskier starting from scratch all over again? Yeah. It will make it worth it. Was that the B2B SaaS days? That was B2B SaaS days. Yeah, so... Yeah, B2B, business to business, software as a service. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I guess that was one career, not career, one product pivot. Yeah. Um, That happened. I know it's important you bring that up because, you know, again, there's, you know, I admit even I have the image, like, you know, I have aspirations to do certain things as well. But when I imagine that, you know, I think, okay, you know, that's the North Star and it's just, you know, you're going to have a few bumps along the road and you go to this North Star, but this is not bumps. It is wheelies. It is, uh, it is, uh, what do you call it? Merry-go-rounds. It is. You can't plan it. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a dragon that pops out of nowhere and starts yeah. blowing fire at you and you have to fight through that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this really, I think this relates to something that I put on the Instagram like last week, I think, which was like these two, like there's a podcast where two people were talking about purpose and that's a huge big word and all that. But basically what they were saying is, Yes, it's important to have goals, have an idea as to where you want to go and how to like go about that. Yeah. 
but then you also got to leave space for things to hit you good or bad in the yeah. moment to then maybe redirect you but ultimately get to your north star yeah. essentially yeah and it's like a balance between being audacious and having those big big goals that you're committed to but then also not holding them so tight that you don't allow new information to like affect you that can like yeah. make you pivot yeah an analogy that um i just like thought about uh, like earlier last year which obviously as an engineer yeah clicked a lot was like you have you want to be like a cruise missile where you have that end point that's like the goal that you know you're going to yeah but they don't have a path that's already laid out it's kind of just like you cha- choosing your next step given the information that you have yeah you can only go one step at a time right yeah um and so life is kind of like that if you plan it out it'll probably be suboptimal because you don't know what's going to come your way yeah and probably it will end up going to plan yeah exactly um, I can imagine it's a very chaotic journey though. Yeah, I love it. Like yeah. I, every day I just love what I do. You have um, to, right? Which is just so nice and fulfilling. Yeah, um, no, you have to. Even though it like means you obviously have to make compromises because you only have 24 hours in a day. It's just like, like today woke up and one of the teachers that's using our tool in, in her school just posted on our Facebook group with a bunch of pictures of kids like using it. And they use it every day and they love it. And she was just sending so much positive feedback. And that was like the best thing to wake up to in the morning. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and that, that gives you, that threat propels you further. I yeah. Guess. You know, that get, yeah. that's the, that's answering, you know, that that's showing you the star in a way. Um, 100%. So that's, that's really, really cool. And that's awesome. I can imagine just waking up to that being like, this is why it's worth it. This is why, yeah. Especially, exactly. cause especially in the moments where like shit's kind of like hitting the fan. Yeah. A little bit. It's kind of just like, yeah, you, it's very easy just to be like, can I just like, yeah, like not do this? And yes, it's like taking a little bit of a toll, but then you see that and it's like, oh yeah, shit. That's exactly. Cool. And there's the not fun parts. I mean, there's the legal part. There's the company structure. Oh shit. There's that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so done with US lawyers, but it's part of the game. Yeah, it's, okay. part, it's part of the game, right? Um, But, you know, I love that you said that you loved it. Yeah. You have to love it. We're, we're all on like, I think we all do very different things actually. You know, us three in what sense? Gentlemen sitting around the table. And like different things like doing different things in what sense? As in, you know, like Aman's day to day, your day to day, my day to day. Oh yeah. Look very different. Yeah. We it's study our, our lives are very different. And actually that's something that like, yeah, the thing we wanted to talk about. Because, yes. You know, considering that we all met in uni where our lives were like somewhat similar, mm. now we're like mm. all living very different lives. Yeah. Do you enjoy being done with uni now? Or do you as in we were talking about it very briefly before we started recording my answer is more yes than no um just because i feel like in a way uni for me kind of restricted me from doing things that me looking back wish i had done Mm. um simply because like one is just like yeah everything's busy there's a lot of work to do with stuff like that yeah yeah then there's also like everything's contained in one place you know like how like how do you meet friends uni like study uni like you know like sports and stuff probably uni right (laughs) a lot of people don't step outside that uni bubble i think stepping outside that uni bubble meant that like if i want to pursue different things one there's more structured time for it and as as everyone knows i'm a structured person so that works well with me but then also it's not all contained in one place like when i work i work i have you know i go to the office and i work and then i was like okay well if i want to do the podcast or something completely separate yeah, like if I want to like meet friends, that's completely separate. And and there is some overlap. It's not as clear cut as that, but um, I like the fact that it's like different things entirely, at least in my head. Mm. Um, but like I mean, like that goes to the point of that's what's going on in my life right now. But we were very different lives. And yeah. how does I guess where I want to go with this is how does that relate to like the friendships that you have when you know you have your journey, albeit a messy one, as you were saying. And like, Bisha, you can comment on this as well. Yep. But then the the environment in which that friendship was made, that no longer exists. And it's just like, how do you navigate your own journey whilst also maintaining those relationships? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say, I don't think it has to be maintenance, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, like once it gets, you know, especially when you're, you know, this is a very like sensitive, if you will, er- uh, parts of our lives, mm-hmm. um, where it is probably like the most steep gradient of that exponential growth. In that time period, 
having friendships which require you know like i guess you know if you're gonna have to like maintain friendships kind of keep in touch with everybody um i can imagine that's really difficult so can be i feel like i'm grateful that all of the people that i'm close to also just like completely and like unconditionally understand hell yeah it is hell yeah yeah um hence no maintenance yeah right? yeah yeah it's like even though like fisher like we caught up recently for dinner and before that we hadn't caught up probably since your birthday properly yeah and it just felt like it was saw you yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like yeah yeah um give me so, a spot man yeah hell yeah but no it's it's so true it's, um, it's weird though because i was i was talking to rahul before this like so bish has um got a farewell thing tonight with a bunch of our friend group and i'm really looking forward to seeing so many of those people again because like the love is still there i just haven't seen them in so long yeah um and it's also just weird having like you know finishing uni is like a new season of your tv series which yeah, is, it is there's just new characters. it really feels like that it's a yeah. new season yeah. yeah and it's crazy how some of my best friends now i met like a couple months ago that <laughs> feels so unreal crazy but, but, but yeah I, I i it's a different conversation but that's totally true like you can have best friends which you met a year ago and they could be much more like you and much more you know they can feel like more of a best friend than friends you've had for years and years and years you know and also because they met you in more recent times right Cause, yeah because you're you're constantly changing as an individual yeah 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 and you know they see a side of you that or they they form an image of you that other people that you met like years and yeah. years and years ago may not have because that image is constantly changing no absolutely i mean do you like uh <laughs> do you like life after uni more of it hell yeah I, I feel like i have i've same actually yeah freaking same yeah i i don't have regrets of uni yeah I feel like i i made use of that time well yeah um, same. but i'm just like there's just so much freedom freedom to just do what i actually want to do yeah like uni was a great time to it's like four years no size of expectations pretty much for you to just experiment with whatever you want to do in life and kind of just self-actualize yeah um and even though i thought i came to that early and wanted to leave uni yeah. early on um i'm still like super grateful that i had that time but yeah. it's just like the freedom is yeah. amazing yeah good good you didn't leave early i don't think i would have uh, survived if you yeah literally man that would have sucked if it was he, he says when bishop was literally my saving grace for passing <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh good times though i'm reminiscing a little bit right now but yeah no you you got a point there yeah it's just i think one thing like one thing that i've spoken about before which i think like aman you can relate to probably is like just seeing people a lot less often mm. and you know like there is with some people there's the understanding there of like you know that's just the way it is but like that's, that doesn't take away from the fact that like that does suck sometimes you know it's like i saw this guy like every week like minimum and now i don't see them in like two three months yeah like have we probably caught up since yeah. like bish's birthday and even bish's birthday yeah, we didn't talk that yeah much. yeah just because like there were like multiple people there yeah just, like no and, and we saw each like what every week before that yeah like minimum once a week if even like t today just this this setting we've like rescheduled like three times just because life gets in the way oh yeah more than three times man nah, but you know that's that's cool that, I, mean, I think that's yeah. actually not not the worst thing ever we finally made it happen we made it happen no but it's uh your you know your friends are gonna understand like yeah and i mean i can't i can't imagine a world where if you didn't have that like what would happen if you didn't have that support system i mean i sort of put myself in your shoes and i think hmm what if my friends were getting annoyed at me saying oh i'm on you don't hang out anymore and then my parents were like oh you don't see us as much or like you know oh my partner is like oh my god do you just care about your business like oh can you like buy me my Louis Vuitton? <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds like no one in my life. That sounds like no one in your exact. No, I'm very glad that like no I'm very glad that sounds like no one in your life ever. Yeah. I think the when I was catching up with myself for the new year, um, the biggest thing that I had gratitude for was in the last year I've really found my people. Yeah, and so having that it converges, doesn't it? In you guys, like yeah. having the most like 
unconditional love and support from the people around me like yeah. there's no one that talks like the the voices you said right now and I know yeah. you're doing it to, to like yeah. uh, make a joke but it's just like I'm so, so grateful that everyone just understands is it what you need 100% because I think so much harder without it exactly right because I, I often actually think of you know there are founders founders who I've like founders who I know founders are you guys keep them. talking I'll stop that. no I'll do it I'll do it don't worry you that still do the alarm. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that's right. Or is it time for magnesium? <laughs> is, is it time for magnesium? God's sake. <laughs> Guys, Rahil's alarm comes at it again. We've, um, we've explained this, right? Yeah, yeah. we've explained this. <laughs> uh, but what I was saying was, you know, I've come across founders who literally have, you know, their, their partner's bickering at them their parents telling them oh you should just go get a job like you know you should do this you should do that it just makes it seem like they have enough friction do you know what i mean like yeah. you know do you think it's what you need 100 percent. yeah like i have the most supportive partner like even when like i'm having that panic attack like the exact person that i need yeah like i know that if she I... didn't start panicking with you no no, no. she was literally like my yeah. strength yeah um going home and just like spending time with my mom when like we need to or like even just understanding when i can't like most supportive person ever like yeah family friends i'm just very very grateful and fortunate to have the people that i have around me um even though i may not necessarily be the 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 best one in yeah. the like relationship or friendship right yeah um but it's about understanding i mean not once will i ever blame you one not once would like and this is all i want to see is you do well the same, by the way, for the record. Yeah, and all I no no no. I, I was gonna say the same to Rahil. All I want to see is you do well. Yeah. All I want to see is all my homies doing well. Yeah. We could not talk. You know, we we were before before we recorded. You were like, hey, we're not gonna see each other for a third of a year. Yeah. You know, four months. Yeah, four months. You know, he's. You know, you're going to San Francisco, is it? Yep. Uh, a bunch of places in the states. Um, yeah. But most of the time, we'll be in San Francisco for the mission. Yeah. But if if bro is on the mission. Yeah. I'm there with my little, you know, with my little, like, finger cheering him on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Finger. He you gets it, like, the you, little, uh, baseball games. Oh, you know, the baseball okay, game. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. It's just like you had the hat and up, and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's like, okay. You know, you, you, a second together. You'll think you're better than getting anywhere near me. But no, that's true, man. That's, no, that, that's what true. friendship is, you know. I want to see the success. Yeah, I just want to, that's all we want to see. And that's what, that's what friends are for, you know. Unfortunately, I've had friends who were not like that. Uh, yeah. you guys likely have as well uh, yeah, for sure where you know you'll not speak to them or like you know you'll kind of it's, it's not done on purpose it's not done out of bad will but like you've got enough going on in your life and you know yeah. Yeah. you've got enough going on in your life and like I've had this before where mm. I was like you know going through the mud um, but you know trying to stay focused and then I just have like you know in quotations a friend being like oh yeah I don't like it when you do this and then, 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 yeah. and like and I'm like dude I don't need yeah. this man. I'm like, like dude. Not, not right. And then no, I'll tell that person, I'm like, hey, I love you. Yeah. I hope everything's okay, but I can't speak at the moment. You know, I just got a lot going on. Yeah. And they don't, they're just like, okay, that, you know, shows where your priorities are. And I'm like, not not your friend. Yeah. I mean, if you get a side eye in those moments. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's happened to me before, unfortunately, actually on quite a few occasions. It's happened to, you know, this is to, to many people listening as well, to be honest. Like, mm. Um, whatever mission you're on, and Aman's on a mission to be a founder. I'm on a mission to, you know, grow my career in the real estate industry. I, you know, that's that's kind of my, nah, that's my love. You know, that's kind of my love. Uh, right. Since day one, though, since since the moment I met Bisher, it's always been that it's like the game he loves. What real estate? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it was meant to happen. I I was selling sneakers, and that was my leeway. Genius. Um, and you know, you know, Rahul with. The many, many, many talents that yeah, I could try. I, I could try I to possess. Is, man. No, no, no. But I could try. But you have talent. Like I could try and possess some of that talent. And it's like, mate, you know, it's you know. Shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Raiho is literally the definition of well-rounded. Like he, he seems to somehow juggle all balls of his life that he needs to. No, no, no. But very perfectly. Yeah. You know, very yeah, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. You get it. You're getting a little yes. bit of a, love. Come yeah. on, man. You know, come on, yeah. big man, Raiho. <laughs> yeah. Um. But going to your point, I feel like it also just goes both ways. Like, yeah, yes, it's super grateful that I like have those people, 
by also trying consciously have in mind that in those like situations, I still need to be there for them. And yeah. they didn't ask for me to do whatever I wanted to do or whatever my priorities are. Yeah. yeah. And so in the moment, like regardless of how I'm feeling, whatever that is, yeah. like you need to still be a good friend, a good son, a good partner. Like, yeah. Partner. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And you know, that comes with like, you know, the friend that messaged and I said, I love you, but yeah, I'm here for you, but I, yeah, not yeah, now. Yeah. Bish is honestly the most like accepting wholehearted person as well. Like no matter what ugly side of you you think you're sharing, he just like yeah, makes you feel so accepted. Yeah, I don't know why the words he use. Yeah, uh, exactly. You like you'll get like the response from him and then you'll be like, he gets it. Yeah. He gets yeah. it. I appreciate it. Guys. You know, I like this little you yeah, know. In, the, in these moments, like Bisher is like the perfect example of being there even if your life is like getting in the way. Mm. Um, yeah, understanding. He's he's a Donny at three AM. You call and you need to bury a body. <laughs> <laughs> True. And I'll do it. No, I'll do it True. because you know, I love this robo session. Yeah, uh, we should do this in like five months time. Yeah, <laughs> we should do this in five months time. Another bro. So, oh, oh man, I'm on. Really? Um, no, but it, it's so important. Like, you know that those relationships in your life. Mm. Call them the main stakeholders in your business. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. There's no expense yet. Yeah. No, but when did you say that? I mean, you know, I mean, at 92 years of age, he's used to a lot of business talking. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. No, but they, they kind of are, if you think about it. I mean, yeah. yeah, in a way. Yeah, in a way, right? And I mean, you know, just navigating those relationships, navigating those personal challenges like that, you know, that panic attack in New York. Um, it's part of the journey. Mm. you're going to hear that multiple times, not even just from me, but it's uh, it's what has to be done. Mm. It's not like, you know, you're not going for convention. You're not yeah. going for normal. Um, yeah. Most interesting plot. Yeah. yeah. You're going it 2020 for the plot. Yeah. Like, I, I, remember, I remember you said this when, like, the last time we properly caught up, we were going to, like, your quote-unquote office. Can I say that, office? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, okay, cool. It's a WeWork. By the way, real estate talk is pretty damn bad. Anyway, go on. Okay, cool. Sound short, it's exchange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been bought out. Yeah. Uh, no, but we, we were walking we were walking to your WeWork, and um, um, you were saying that, like, look, right now, you know, uni was just finished, I believe, and you're like, look, this is where this is like where my priorities are at. Like not not because I asked the question, just because like it just came in conversation. And you're basically like, look, most things in my life are like secondary to that. And like the the compromises or the the sacrifices that I'll make will be with that in mind, right? Like if I what? if I wake up and like I have this really cool idea for the business, but I said I'd go to the gym, like you know business gym hasn't happened in so long <laughs> tell me about it mate and i think in that moment i think for me that's when like the understanding of my sight kind of hit where it's like okay cool like you know you're chasing that goal yeah. you're you're like you're doing you're doing the things that you're motivated to do right and like the love will still be there regardless even if we don't speak even if like we plan to meet but then we like someone has to cancel last minute like yeah you know the love will still be there regardless and it's just like fans cheering you on being like you got this you got this you got this come on man yeah, yeah no I... wholesome like that's what we do but what's on your mind guys no but this is extra wholesome to this be complete extra, no to be extra honest this is no, I'm blessed yeah no that's it's it's what you need um to circle like that is the full circle of my question is it what you need it's in every you know even though us three are going on completely different journeys as i mentioned the support system if that's in place will always lead to a successful outcome. And sometimes there are people within your circle, within your system who are not supporting and you, you know, this is for, mostly for people listening and great, you know, to be very grateful, maybe less to us. Mm. Sometimes people have to go. Yeah. People have to be a little bit, not not in the bin, but, put to, you know, yeah. if they're not if they're not about your mission, your success, your prosperity, your well-being, um, and they only have a negative contribution to that, then... And sometimes that's a conscious decision. Yeah. And sometimes that's just like, I'm going to just let things be the way they are. And yeah. then just naturally it happens. Yeah, naturally it happens. But, you know, that's what I like. The reason I brought that up is because that's what I look at when I see, you know, literally like all my friends. Mm -hmm. I also look at, you know, how they, what they put in their surroundings, what's in their environment. And that definitely lies within the people as well.
and I'm grateful I could be a part of that for both of you. Um, and both of you are a part of that for me. And, you know, that's that. If there's a secret recipe, that would probably be it, to be honest. Vision is a Netflix show. Yeah. Motivational speeches. <laughs> Literally. Much obliged. Should we should we ask the question? Ask the question. Yeah. I think you should do it because it's a very good question. You wrote it down, you thought of it, and I'm going to give you absolutely full credit for that. So, if there is one thing... <laughs> I was waiting for him to take the iPad and just ask the question. He was never that nice to me. Yeah. Never. <laughs> uh, no, it's a good question. And, of course, as usual, this question goes to the listeners. Um... It comes on the poll on the episode, but it's also more important for you to introspect, really think about the question okay. um, as well. So, Aman, if there is one thing you would change about your journey so far, what would it be? And the answer could be nothing, and that's great. Like, the answer is nothing. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I don't have any regrets. I don't have anything I'd do differently. Obviously, there's, like, things you wish didn't happen but in the like when you zoom out yeah. all of that makes you become who you end who up you becoming want. i mean no that that's true and this is you know that's an answer i encourage like i look back at my past year which has been one of the most like transformative years too mm. and one thing i would change is like maybe to have more boundaries um but then when i think about it i'm like well i didn't have much boundaries you know certain aspects of my life kind of like seeped in too much um and disturbed me in a way yeah but then that's what made me build my boundaries now, um, if that makes sense. So it's it's a hard question in that sense, but at the same time, it's a really good question because, mm. um, and that's, yeah, kind of giving the listeners an answer too, but, you know, I hope you can come to nothing yeah. as an answer too. And it's weird because, like, the good character traits you want to have in the future must have come through some form of, like, potential negative present. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. The aspect of not having boundaries, obviously completely encourage having boundaries exactly but bishop is the most caring person i know and he yeah. wouldn't be the most caring person if he didn't like have that initial bit where he was like figuring out what his boundaries are yeah, yeah for sure um like sure. if you want someone to be like extremely strong or determined you don't want to give them an easy time even though yeah. you feel like in the present you want to yeah um so yeah i don't know no no regrets we become yeah. who we become until part of the journey absolutely yeah gentlemen both of you lots of you know lot of lot of bromo bromance here um but seriously like it's uh, it's been a pleasure having you on man yeah. over you is there is there a way that people can like learn more about pathfinder or right right now or yeah really? yeah yeah um my twitter is a very interesting place um <laughs> okay. or like linkedin if you just search up pathfinder website yeah. right now is pathfindereducation.ai we'll put all of that in the you know in the description of the instagram caption and on the episode yeah. um for people to just have a look at the amazing stuff that Amal is doing. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, figuratively speaking, drop the mics here. This is the button, right? Yep. Mm-hmm.